0: <laughs> oh, morning all. How did you get in here? Well the, the the lift you you leave it open to the public. I'm not sure why. Anyway, just thought I'd stop in and see how things were at Allington Bridge. Lost any more spaceships recently? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry, don't blame him too much. He's sort of upset and worried at the moment. Ah so he has lost another spaceship. It isn't
1: necessary
2: for you to inform him of the position, Clayton.
0: No, no, your own disasters are your own affair, obviously.
2: What on earth's he up to now? Look, the fella's just trying to help. Yes, I suppose so,
0: but we don't need any help from him or anyone else. No, but I need your help, actually. See, I've got this piece of equipment. It's a bit more high-tech than the stuff you have here, but... You're a troublemaker, huh? What's wrong with our equipment, may I ask? Well, it does lack a certain randomness, and that's what this machine, the Randomizer, is all about. You see, I travel the Jerry Anderson universe with this machine, asking people to press the button to select random Anderson episodes for me to watch. And after two and a bit years, I'm over 25% of the way through now, you know?
2: He's still at it, poor fella.
0: Yes, I, yes.
2: I don't suppose he, he might have escaped from somewhere, huh?
0: so uh, which of you would like to help me out
2: today it's a perfectly straightforward problem that we're capable of handling ourselves ah thank you clayton keep an eye on this fellow we can't have him running all over the
0: site sticking his nose in oh i assure you i'll be gone as soon as we get the printout i bet you're hoping for a thunderbirds episode eh
2: international rescue certainly not
0: No, no 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 absolutely not right let's see Ah, well, not Thunderbirds, but close. It's Stingray with a story about a race of aliens living under a lighthouse.
1: Yeah,
2: I knew it all along. The man's a nut. They're here. Oh, uh, apparently they've arrived, sir.
0: Thanks, gents. Here's the lighthouse dwellers. And let's hope that we're not the ones to ruin it. Stingray! So, welcome back to Stingray. We haven't seen Stingray on the randomizer since, uh, oh, since Christmas, actually, with the Lighthouse Dwellers, one of the final episodes to be produced. Although, I believe in the original broadcast, UK broadcast run anyway, it was uh, dumped somewhere in the middle in that uh, that crazy UK Stingray broadcast order. Here we are on the Arego Rock Lighthouse.
2: Arego Rock Lighthouse from Marineville calling Frank Lincoln.
3: Hello, Commander Short. Guess it's time, huh?
2: Afraid so, Frank. Are you ready?
3: Ready as I'll ever be, Commander.
2: Thanks, Frank. When it's done, guess you can go home.
3: Home? <laughs> oh, it's a laugh. My real home's here. Oh well, no sense in brooding. About to switch off power.
0: And I love the the setup for this episode. I, firstly, I love the look of the lighthouse exterior and interior set. Here we go. He's put out the light for the last time. Oh, but he's getting a plaque out of it.
1: The Arago Rock Lighthouse
0: is a national... 1890 to 2065. So we have a, a a date there. Quite rare to get a screen confirmation of when all this is actually happening. Another dedication to the lighthouse keeper.
1: Yeah, 40 years operating that light. He won't be forgotten. Service, li- Even
0: though we're not mentioning his name at this meeting. But
3: the lighthouse has been his home. His life. He'll be lost now.
0: Are you suggesting
1: the lighthouse should continue to operate just to keep him happy? Oh, of course not.
0: <laughs> That's an odd tone to take at a meeting to, uh, dedicated to this man's service.
1: The first aircraft will be coming into land at the new airbase on Arrigo Point. This
0: is Admiral Friendor. Not very friendly. Um, but he he does look like a
1: about all this as you are
0: a revamp of an old puppet. He looks vaguely familiar.
1: We'll show our appreciation.
0: Some quite magnificent eyebrows party on him. for him? Guess he'd like that.
4: Oh, that's a great idea, Father. He'll be the guest of honor. Swell, Atlanta. Yeah,
0: party solves everything in Marineville.
2: He's led a tough, lonely life with only the sea for a companion.
0: Also something I love in this episode is uh, the the model effects the lighthouse so long and these rolling waves around it and also the the, the puppet shots of uh, your winking eye is gonna be in the way from now on little old uh, Frank in his boat here accelerating away from the lighthouse but
3: here comes the first aircraft
0: yeah lovely stormy sea lots of uh, waves lapping all over the place7 to a tower. Approaching you from the south. That's not Troy Tempest. This is a...
4: 127 from Arego.
0: And that's also not Atlanta. This is a pilot approaching uh, the Arego uh, airfield.
3: Here go the landing lights.
0: Visibility very poor. There. This is why the lighthouse has had to be put out, because it's in the way of the, uh, the landing lights.
3: Winking for six generations. Now out forevermore. And it's back on.
0: And I love that, he's making this little speech, oh, it's the end of the lighthouse, and then, uh-oh. He's even standing up in the boat, that's how uh, serious this is. Uh-oh. And the plane is turning towards the lighthouse. 127, am I clear to join, circuit?
2: 127
3: from Arego, clear to join. Approach on the B marker.
0: Roger, tower. This pilot also looks a bit like, uh... uh Lieutenant Mison from Marineville Traitor, who was, uh... He was thrown in prison for being a traitor and then appeared in several subsequent episodes. He's got the helmet obscuring most of his face, but I'm pretty sure that's him.
3: He's too low. He'll hit the
4: rocks.
2: man.
0: One, two, seven to Arago. Visibility
4: bad. Cannot see runway approach lights. Am I in correct position? He's
2: gonna
0: crash. We're almost building up to a Thunderbird-style rescue situation. He's gonna clip the lighthouse. Oh, he hit the rock instead. And that's it. Splash down? Oh, that doesn't sound good.
3: A room rocket. That means they're going to launch a rescue helicopter. I've got to find out how that light went on again before the next aircraft arrives.
2: I could go over and see if that pilot needs help. It's still on, Troy. But, uh, nope. Uh,
4: Have they picked up the pilot, sir?
2: Yeah, he's okay, but... Why is the light on?
4: Have you tried to radio the lighthouse?
2: Been trying since I got word, five minutes after the crash. There's no answer.
4: Mm, old Frank Lincoln will take time to reach that light. Yeah, that is if he went back to the mainland. Keep trying the lighthouse, Lieutenant. Yes, sir.
0: I also like that Shaw is wearing his, uh, his dress uniform with medals uh, for most of the rest of this episode. In fact, it shows that all of this is taking place very soon after that little uh, plaque-dedicating ceremony. <laughs> I was thinking about it. I suppose they should have saved until Lincoln was actually back on shore to uh, to witness. It's kind of pointless dedicating a plaque to his um, his his service and the lighthouse he was working at if he's not there to see it. Rising up through the lighthouse here on the well, he's on the lift, but the back uh, projection material. It looks like the uh, the Mar- the Marineville interior where they're going down into the Stingray uh, launch tubes, the injector tubes, anyway. What? You will not turn out the light. Come in, Frank. Frank t- trying to turn out the, uh, power again. And there's a, there's a little alien there who won't let him.
2: There's something strange going on out there, Troy. Stand by to launch Stingray. I want that lighthouse investigated.
0: I also like that, uh, unless I've waffled over it, I don't think anybody says, oh, well, it's Frank. He, uh... He's decided to stay. Silly old Frank. Nobody actually doubts him, which is quite nice. Oh, this is a lovely model of the lighthouse. Frank stingy. That means Frank must be there now. Yeah. And again, the rain just... Rolling down the, uh... The windows of Stingray. This is one of those episodes where I worry if we ever get Blu-rays, it's gonna look a bit... Take her in, Fox. The effects are gonna look a bit, uh, weaker... Dry. Than, uh than they do in the sort of um, murkiness of of SD, but uh, oh, this stuff looks lovely. Okay, except for this uh, rock stiff model of Troy standing on top of Stingray. And here she goes, phones.
4: Okay, I can make it now. Right, phones. Pull clear. Listen out in case I need some help.
0: That's uh, unusually unambitious for an Anderson show, not showing Troy making the leap from Stingray to the lighthouse. Anyway, Troy's made it safely. He hasn't slipped over or cracked his head on a rock.
4: Frank, where are you? Stry Tempest!
0: I know! Go away! Frank! I love how old and lived in and rustic this lighthouse looks as well. There's all sorts of rust and decaying boxes all over the place. It looks it looks very real. This is a lovely-looking episode.
4: Frank! Frank, where are you? Stry Tempest!
0: I come for that money you owe
4: me! Phones, I'm turning off the light. Still no sign of Frank.
0: I like that Troy is absolutely soaked, but his hat untouched.
1: Do not move, Tempest, or you are a dead man. Oh. Give me your wrist radio.
0: Oh, there's another lovely shot of the lighthouse, this time from, from above, almost Hello, directly over the lighthouse. Can
1: you hear me? Come in, Troy.
0: Ah, this is gonna be one of those episodes where they send people over one by one to get kidnapped.
1: Stingray? Contact with Captain Tempest
2: broken.
4: Request emergency instructions.
2: Is the light still operating, phone? Yes, sir. Then you'd better get in there and help him. Troy must be in trouble.
0: Meanwhile, I'm eating a sandwich, smoking a cigar, and having a cup of coffee. I love that with Shaw, that's quite a a frequent thing where they, Stingray radios into Marineville for for help or advice and Shaw is, he's all set for a, a nice hearty lunch. Anyway, it's now Phones' turn to go over and see what's what. Which means Marina is all alone in Stingray.
1: Right? Where are you Skipper?
0: Surely, as two people have disappeared here mysteriously before me, I could maybe be in trouble here. But I uh, will just
1: for the elevator.
0: Go to turn off the light. Oh, there is an alien. And tempest dies. Oh well, this is going well. Our crack rescue squad is uh, now down by two thirds. And speaking of down, they've been taken back in the lift. Stand
1: perfectly still.
0: Oh, they had a a hidden underground elevator at the base of the lighthouse. Very well hidden. can see how Frank uh, missed that all these years. We are
1: now beneath the ocean's level.
0: And yep, here we go. Another little... Well, I can't say underwater city. It's one of those uh, uh, underwater rooms with city behind it implied uh, setups that they have in Stingray. Another alien gentleman to uh, join the previous alien gentleman. I believe these two alien puppets are redressed from, from previous aliens. Oh, what kept you? I, I want to say these. They look very similar to the aliens from Emergency Marineville.
3: Secure the new prisoner, Lorif.
0: Very well, Chroma. I'm fairly sure that's Chroma. Yeah, they've got sort of um, we
3: can now pronou-
0: tassels for hair and beards.
3: Sentence? For what? You attempted to destroy us. By putting out the great light.
4: What are you talking about? You
3: deny that you extinguished the light?
4: No, but what does that got to do with you? Without the light, we would
1: die within a week. All our people would perish.
0: This is a nice setup for the Stingray story.
3: I will show you.
0: The the misunderstanding that uh, nobody who had anything to do with the lighthouse realised there was a whole civilization thoroughly dependent on the light. For reasons we're about to see.
3: The sea anemones on the rocks of the ocean bed. When the great light flashes, the sea anemones open.
1: When it goes out, they close. We have harnessed the energy that they produce. The movement of each flower operates a small generator.
0: I also love with Stingray, you get some really weird, the the, the underwater world in Stingray is, is really weird. There's some very strange stuff goes on down there, and everyone just accepts it.
3: I, I can't believe it.
0: It's very nice. The
3: guys have been living beneath my lighthouse for years. I,
0: I never knew. I've been so lonely, I could have invited them up to play bridge. The lighthouse
4: is as important to them as the sun is to us.
3: It is obvious it was- Anyway,
0: Troian Phones and Frank are now, uh, tied up and manacled to the wall.
3: Oh, now!
0: You must be
4: destroyed. We've gotta try to convince these guys we're not out to hurt them. It's our only chance. Stingray from Tower. Hello, Marina. We want to talk to you. Use the code, will you?
2: Fine, Marina.
0: I like this as well. The code they they work out with Marina over the course of the series, and sometimes I think the first few times they used it when she's banging on the microphone, nobody has a clue what's going on. And now here by the end of the series, it's like we know this is well established. Uh, again, it's one of those things. It doesn't make any sense in the original broadcast order.
2: Atlanta, With this
0: airing halfway through, but
2: uh, never mind. Keep calm. Help is on its way.
0: Yeah, this one's tucked away. We'll see that the um. In the I think this is one of the last episodes to be made actually. Very close to the last Christmas uh, to the last Stingray episode we did Christmas to remember. Anyway. The aliens are prepared to believe the Stingray crew, but uh oh.
3: A light. It has been extinguished.
4: Marineville. Commander Shore must have cut the power. So you lied, Tempest. It was a trick to escape. We are doomed. But the Tyranians will die first. Now hold on. We know why the light has failed. So we can fix it. But try.
0: Yay. Communication and negotiation.
3: This is another trick.
4: You've got to trust us. It's your only hope of survival. He is right, Groma. We need the light. We must force them to repair it. This man was the lighthouse keeper. He knows how it works. He can fix it.
0: What? Don't lay all that pressure on me, Troy.
4: Sure, Troy, I I get it.
3: We could release the old one?
1: Yes, and keep the other two as hostages.
3: Very well. You will have 250 light flashes to do the work.
1: After that, Tempest and the
4: one called Phones will die. Uh
1: 250
3: light flashes? Well, how long's that?
4: I figure it's about 30 minutes our time. Gee,
0: you got- Of course, I could be wrong, but I'm saying it very confidently, which means I'm probably right.
2: You gotta work fast. I want that lighthouse thoroughly investigated and Tempest, Phones, and Lincoln found. Rescue Launch 8, PWOR. Oh, I hope there's still time, Father. There's gotta be, Atlanta. There's just
0: gotta be. You'd better Hmm. So we're now sending in a load of nobodies to, uh, to investigate. I left the old one in the lighthouse.
3: Good. Now we wait. If your friend does not return it will cost you your lives. Well, this ain't gonna be easy. Stingray has broken the moorings. And I have to use the boat.
0: Yep, yeah, more lovely, uh lovely stormy weather stuff. It's been stormy ever since we first saw Arago, and I think it's gonna be stormy for the rest of the episode. One thing I wonder about um the puppets. Um, and it's it's something I've thought about through Stingray, and also into Captain Scarlet, particularly, is um, how, how tough the puppets are at times like this when they're exposed to the elements, like when they're in water, or like in Scarlet when they're having, you know, whole buildings thrown on top of them. Was there ever any problems with, like, water getting in and actually damaging the puppets? I would imagine they're very fragile, but... Uh, they seem to throw these poor things through all sorts of... Uh, Trials and traumas, and uh, they just keep right on working.
3: twenty five light flashes left. Tempest.
4: Fifteen minutes. What's keeping Frank? He should be aboard Stingray by now. Say, Troy.
0: Supposing Marina's too scared to let Frank in? Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Luckily, Frank's brought a piece of paper and a pen, and he can write a message. They. Oh, I love this! I love the way he can. <laughs> You've got the puppet outside Stingray which is being rained on and he's got the note pressed up to the glass saying, Troy needs help, let me in. I would say it's a little out of character for Marina to uh, to just leave him out there. Answer
3: me, ma'am. Which is at control.
0: And now once he's in, she's being absolutely useless.
3: Different controls here.
0: Not even helping him. I know she can't communicate with him, but she's not even helping him.
3: Light flashes to go, Tempest.
0: Less than 40 seconds. Come
4: on, Frank.
0: Come on, Frank.
3: Something, ma'am. I'm trying to save Troy and
0: foams! It's a lot to, to put on a on a guest character like this. You know, our heroes are in jeopardy. Who's gonna save them? It's that old man we've never seen before and we'll never see again. I guess Frank didn't make it in time, Troy.
4: Yeah.
0: Ah, this is clever as well. If you can't get the power restored to the lighthouse, use Stingray's own lights on and off to uh, activate those uh, sea enemies. What a clever chap Frank is. This is a guy um, Marineville and the Associated Peoples of the, uh, I don't know, the Navy or whatever don't want to uh, have their employ anymore. Oh, time's almost run out for Troy and phones. The aliens are taking aim.
4: Ah. Right. It's okay. Frank did it.
1: You are saved, Terranians. You kept your word. We are all saved. For your death would have been ours,
0: too. Oh. That's it. Everyone's all happy and, uh. It's all sorted out. Or is it? <laughs> this is a nice shot of, well, wow, very, very close-up shot of stingray pulling away from the lighthouse i love this lighthouse this whole the model side of this episode is gorgeous if you're wondering actually as i uh as i see this shot I'm, I'm reminded the first time i ever saw this episode um complete would have been on the dvds but uh i saw a very brief shot and it might have been that one at a convention the first convention i ever went to which was a here. A, F- a fab 2 Thunderbirds Fun Day in Margate. We are doomed. I put my head through the, the door of the viewing room and that shot was up.
3: We have one week to live, Larif. Just one
0: short week. You and I, and the presumably thousands of our fellow aliens who are just behind that door over there. An unfailing devotee- Yeah, it's another of those civilizations. Yeah, because, uh... I present Stingray wasn't around to, uh,
1: of our appreciation. To,
0: to switch its lights on and off anymore. The anemones have gone out, so the aliens think they're all gonna die. This There's more, Frank.
4: We've got you a job at the tracking station. You'll be in charge of the signal lights. Oh. It's
3: swell, Troy. New life's not gonna be so bad after all. Of
0: Course, you'll have to work with the tracking station guy. He's quite excitable. At
3: the party. Uh, one thing still bugging me, Troy. Um, those guys under my lighthouse. Without the light, they'll die.
4: Yeah, we kind of tricked them, didn't we? Kind of funny, wasn't it? At this moment, the engineers are working on something that'll give Prisma light for all time.
0: Yeah, because of course they can't turn the light back on for fear of more planes crashing into it. The
4: No, Frank. We're taking the gadget out tomorrow night, and the aircraft won't even see it. It'll be under the ocean.
0: This is such a nice end to this episode. It is rather sad when you look at the aliens and they just sat there in their room going, oh, we are doomed. Because the Stingray crew's gone, there's nothing they can do. Try. Okay, phones. Release submarine beacon. This is probably one of my favourite endings to any Anderson episode. Just the Stingray crew coming back with this light reflector thingy that they've built, especially to help this underwater civilization. And I do love it when when we have antagonists in, in this show that aren't just villains. I like, I think I prefer actually, where you have aliens like this who are, they're not bad as such.
3: The Terranian craft, they have brought us new light.
0: We are saved.
1: The Terranians are good people, Cromer.
3: Yes, Lorif, men of their word. We should never have doubted them
0: it's such a nice way to end the episode you know we're not blowing up another underwater city we're helping people and that's such a nice way to end a lovely little story and, and of course stingray just sailing off into the end credits and that was the lighthouse dwellers oh I really like that one I don't hear this one get praised enough probably because it's it's stuck at the um the back end of the series it's well, it's the penultimate episode on uh, most DVDs and repeat runs these days, but uh, I think this is. You yeah, know, it shows that even by the end of the series, uh, if this was one of the last to be filmed, they're still putting their all into the effects side of this and the story. It's, it's a lovely setup for a, a misunderstanding, and I think. Uh, I, I would have to assume that. Writing a, a scenario like this is 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 much more difficult than just uh here are some baddies and they've set a trap and we've got to get out of here and, and then blow them up. To create a, a sympathetic race of antagonists who you know they can be a threat but we can also we can help them at the end and I just that ending is just so nice. It's so pleasant. It's so much what I I associate with. Uh, the best of Anderson, I mean, particularly Thunderbirds later on, just this idea of, you know, we can have our differences, we can have our disagreements, but at the end, we can still come together and help each other out through a bad spot. So, The Lighthouse Dwellers, one of my favourite episodes of Stingray, really glad to see this one come up today.